Hey, Andy. Happy hey, Monday. How are you doing? Good. How about you? Good, good. Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, got on the golf course yesterday, so that's always nice. a good sign of a good weekend. You go with your dad again? Actually, I did, yeah. Nice. Awesome. Well, I know you uh, were able to join us last week when we did that live tour of our old shop, um, now called True Life Engineered Solutions. So that was, that was actually pretty fun. Did you learn anything interesting from that? Yeah, it was really cool to see Pro Shop actually in use in a, in a live uh, application and machine shop. And I, as always, it's a, awesome to see inside of other shops and see what they're doing, um, you know, get some ideas as to what we can be doing to kind of improve our processes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I think shop tours are one of my most favorite things to do in the world. And during this time of no travel, it's been tough to not be able to go visit shops. So, yeah, it was fun to do that. And I think we're going to try to do that with more uh, more customers in the future. Yeah, definitely would be looking forward to trying to hop on another one of those and, and check it out in the future. Maybe we can do it with your shop someday. We hope to get to <laughs> the point that, you, that it would be worthwhile. <laughs> of course it would. So you had, you had some training sessions with Vince last week. Why don't you give us a lowdown on what happened with those? Where you got? Yeah, we, uh, this week we started kind of jumping into uh, orders and it, the, the meat of the uh, work order. Uh, we did a little bit of purchasing from the work order, purchasing material, purchasing tooling that's going to be required for, per, uh, for the specific work order. Yeah. Um, we... Cool. Uh, made some good progress this week and excited for this week's training. Awesome. So what we have up here on the screen, just to refresh folks, if they haven't seen these before, this is what we call our training implementation process work order. And it outlines everything you're, you're doing with, with Vince, your trainer. Um, so maybe if you want to click into one of those, maybe like 80.4, that checklist and show the things you actually learned, and uh, and you signing off that, yep, I've learned these things. Yeah, so each as we go along through the training, we're, we're checking off each uh, each step of the way to, that when we do them, we, Vince and I go in there together and we check off and and that we've accomplished whatever it is that was uh, the next task in line. Mm -hmm. um, you can mm -hmm. see right in here, this is uh, for a part creating the cots, which would be the material required for a job so yep. that was something we did last week and uh definitely very cool how we're able to just from the from the part level be able to create a purchase order for what's going to be required of that job uh, nice. that's what we accomplished with this particular line i see you have some homework lines there too yeah giving me my homework uh, get as a if gold i didn't star. have enough to do <laughs> get my gold star my participation trophy nice that's good yeah actually to be honest that is one of the challenging thing sometimes, you know, when a shop, when a customer is going through the onboarding process, you know, they're trying to run their company, they got jobs that are hot getting out the door. And sometimes it's a little difficult to have them do that practice work. But that work is so important because practice is what gets you familiar and gets that sort of, um, it's like sort of rote memory knowledge where you just know, all right, this is how I do it. You know, practice makes perfect kind of thing. Yeah, I would really say like this week was the first week where I was able to go in and just do things on my own. And, and I, I mean, I was making changes that I never was taught how to do, but just was figuring them, figuring out like changing preferences and doing stuff like that. Mm -hmm. and starting to become really experienced with the system and 
And I think that's just from spending time on it that I was able to, to be able to do some of those things. Very cool. Right on. So uh, I know that you got, got kind of keen on making some, making some tools in the tool module. You want to share some of what you're doing there? Yeah, one of the things that I'm really looking forward to is the tooling module. Um, just from starting to, I, we're just dipping our toe into the water of the tool module right now. Um, but we're, gonna, we're already seeing how beneficial it's going to be. Um, just going to take you through a few of the tools that I've entered in right now and, and show you some of, the, some of the, what I think is really cool um, concepts that, that ProShop's got us able to be able to do in here. Mm -hmm. um, this is a, a drill for a project where uh, we actually bought this drill about six months ago and for another job that was a repeating job that suddenly disappeared. Um, and we went to put it into a, a job that's repeating that we were running and we we're having some issues with. And one of the things that happened was my operators, they, oh, what, what should we do for feeds and speeds and asking me a bunch of questions. And I said, well, and they're trying to figure it out on the machine themselves. So I said, well, it's time to get this set up in ProShop. So I went in, grabbed this picture off of online and uh, put it in there. And, and mm -hmm. this is a, an indexable drill body. Right yep. here, we've got the two different inserts that we're using or that we have in the shop for this drill body. You can see this one's for stainless steel. This one's for steel. Um, okay. Right inside a pro shop, I've got this link to the PDF that has the speeds and feeds that are required for this drill. Awesome. Um, and one of the big things that I always like to harp on my guys about is that the, when, when you need help with an application, don't try to guess for too long call the people that invented it, call it, call, mm -hmm. call them, text them, email them, get, get their opinion, get their two cents on the, the drill or whatever the tool is um, right. and be able to see. Uh, so we've got that information right inside of here. So we are, our guys can contact the application engineer, contact the, the team at Allied and be able to get some really specific information on how to run it for our specific application. That's really cool. That's awesome. So I'll, uh, nice. this, is, this is another drill. Again, we, another drill, this is an indexable tip drill. Um, again, we've got feeds and speeds right inside of there, a quick link. It's all our operator has to do is just click that quick. They can get what they need and go right on to, to getting a good program made. Fantastic. Go over one more. Here's our uh, a, a turning insert that we use pretty frequently. Um, one of the one of the cool things we're finding is that with the ability to put these pictures in here, these ones are just ones that I pulled off of the Ingersoll website. Here's a picture of the box, but then right here we've actually got the picture of where this insert is located in our tool storage. Um, nice. We don't have fancy uh, vending machines yet, but mm -hmm. for the time being, what we've got is these uh, these little containers and, and being able to call out right where that insert is at. And we're going to be able to do this with all of our drills, our drill bodies, all of our tooling. So that way when our operators are inside a pro shop, they can see right where that tool is at and not have to search around for it and, and save time. Very cool. So you so, think you'll ultimately uh, label that box or that bin also with this T05 uh, tool ID? Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely probably have to incorporate that label number either uh, incorporate the, the part number more so into the name in ProShop or else incorporate mm -hmm. the ProShop number 
onto right. this, which would probably be onto our bin, which would probably be the easier way to do it, but sure, definitely sure. on the to-do list. Nice. Yeah, that set of drawers looks almost exactly like uh, our shop when we were in the lathe area. We kind of panned by it, didn't focus on it, but same exact kind of drawer setup, all the little inserts for the lathe area. Right yeah, I, I saw that and actually noticed that and thought, kind of chuckled <laughs> to myself. <laughs> so then on the right-hand side, um, it looks like you got about 20 of them on the shelf. Uh, none of them in use yet or none of them on order, but uh, yeah, as you start incorporating this tool into your, your tool list for your jobs, when you get repeat orders from those customers, that'll feed automatically into the demand, that'll feed into purchasing, and you can always make sure you get those inserts here on time before you need them. Yeah, that's definitely an aspect of ProShop. Well, it's, it's certainly intimidating, but at the same time, it's very exciting. Um, mm -hmm. Being able to kind of keep an eye on uh, what we're going to need for a specific job and, and and be able to get ahead of the game in purchasing rather than kind of just trying to stay with it. Right on. Very cool. Yeah. Being proactive. That's a huge part of the uh, sort of the benefits that people get. Yeah. And I think we'll really see a benefit here in a few seconds. <laughs> um, right, here's cool. just another a tap that um, this is a 16th pipe tap. We, we don't quite use these too frequently. Um, so every time we go to order one, it's like, now, where do we get those? What do, what do we like? How do we, so I've got a note in here. This was what OSG actually recommended for our applications. Um, I've got a note to my operators. Let's test it, see what we think. And we could put some more notes in here. Maybe we want to go with a different style, different brand, whatever we want to do. But, um, it, at least this has given us a starting point. Again, got our feeds and our, not our feeds, but our speeds, our surface yep. footage for the tap and various materials right from the book. Um, very cool that we're able to pull that right inside of ProShop. This uh, next tool here, this, oops, sorry about that. Um, this is a spot drill. We use these pretty frequently uh, across the shop. Uh, just yeah. in the process of entering these, I decided, well, let's let's make sure we've got a second option here. We ended up finding out that we were paying about $17.50 more per spot tool um, than what we could have been paying. We, we found another vendor for these and, and are, we're saving about $15 or $17 a, a piece here. And we use probably 20, 30 of these a year so it's obviously a significant amount of money that we'll be saving. And, and we never would have realized that without entering it into ProShop like we are. So it looks like that abrasive tool looks like the lead time is a couple days longer. But if you can be more proactive, order that tool as soon as you get the job, you'll set, save the money and the lead time doesn't really matter, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's that, that being proactive thing is, is really a a big deal when it comes to the tooling that, that when you've got the time to be able to purchase in advance and know that you're you're covered and and have a few days to spare obviously you can kind of then go by price and go by who yeah. you, who you want to rather than being forced into a corner on some well, I'll give you a little tip here and you can change it on the fly if you put the abrasive tool in the first position when you go through our purchasing dashboard that's what it'll use as the default so we typically like to put your preferred oh. vendor on the top. So if you hit the checkout button here, you can just drag that right above to the top one. Yep. And then click save. And now that's your, that's your, okay. that's your main vendor. Yeah. You could see that I had entered them after the fact uh, when yep. we, when we found out the cost savings and, and that's, 
that's something that even for my sake, I'm finding a lot of, I'm getting a little bit more education on the tooling we have here. And some of the jobs that are some of the, we ran into a threading insert that we were using um, completely different brand than what we use across the shop. And I kind of investigated a little bit more and ended up finding out that we could get a better insert than what we've been using for that would fit our application in aluminum from the vendor that we were using across the shop. So not only did we improve the job that we needed the original insert for, but we improved a bunch of other jobs just by kind of, <laughs> it was a, some awareness that we never probably would have ever had. Um, just awesome. the operator was using an insert that he had always used and he'd bring the box into me, I'd order it and go about our day. But just by the fact that I was entering into pro shop and it was a 16 ER uh, 12 pitch insert, it was kind of like a common thing. And it's like, wait a second, why are you using this insert? We have plenty of uh, these right in house. Why do we have to buy the special inserts for that? And started investigating and um, save some money. And obviously we're able to get a better insert that was more specific for that application. So um, that's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Nice work. Def definitely the tooling module is something we're really excited about uh, for a lot of different reasons. Well, I think, like I said last week, uh, I think you're a little ahead of the curve because we have a number of customers that that don't jump right into the tooling module. They wait for, you know, six months or even a year sometimes uh, before they, you know, dig into that. And there's just a lot of opportunity to save costs, make things more streamlined. And uh, but as you're seeing, it is a little bit of work. Um, oh. But we think that the turn on investment is is enormous. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of the work with putting the tools in is not that difficult, especially in this day and age. Uh, I've got a double screen. So what I, I'm able to pull up the, the manufacturer's uh, spec page on one screen and have this particular whatever screen open over on my other screen. Mm -hmm. So and the information that you guys have pre-populated based on tool type, um, just go right down the line, knock a bunch of them out, type them in, fill them out, just going from one screen to the other. Um, right and then snapping a couple pictures of my phone or pulling pictures like this right off of the website, off of the, the manufacturer's website. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's, it's a pretty simple process to, to do. And like I said, the, the benefits are just so, so enormous. That's fantastic. Right on. Um, well, that's, that's great work. That's awesome. So you also had mentioned to me that you're starting to keep some notes and stuff for some of your parts. Yeah. Um, this week, we, we finally were able to start kind of getting into the part level. And um, as we're doing that, we're not quite to the point where we're, we're bringing work orders out to the shop or anything just yet. But uh, we actually had a job that ran through last week that it was like, well, we've got to make notes on this job because if like we just we had so much, so many headaches. Uh, you'll see the big red word fiasco. <laughs> um, that certainly was what it was. So what we did on this particular job, even as I've got it pulled up here, is it's uh, it's for our internal bore grinding department. And uh, our, what we always, we grind these parts to a customer provided gauge. Well, the gauge has sat here for a while and it was pre-ISO days the last time we actually ran the job. So I said, well, let's, let's confirm we're using this gauge, make sure that you guys are okay with us using this gauge and uh, reevaluate what the standoff dimension should be. So our customer came back to us with a standoff and, and we started looking at it. We're like, nah, this doesn't seem right, but they insisted on it. So we got the parts in the machine and, and my operator says, I don't like this. So we ended up 
while the machine sat there, while the operator sat there and waited, our customer was in a hurry for the parts. We're, we're arguing with engineering as to what we want or what they wanted for a standoff value. Um, so we kind of said, let's make sure we've got this all, all this whole mess marked down. So we, the next time this job comes in and it might not be for another five years, we've got the information in the computer. We've got pictures. Um, and we actually added have some other the other pictures that we have to upload here in addition to the gauge, but the gauge was sent back. So I just wanted to get those in there in a hurry. Um, but definitely exciting that we're able to utilize some of the notes that are the area to write notes, take pictures mm -hmm. and, and throw them into that job, even though we're not even running this work order through ProShop at this right. point in time, but we know it's in there for the future. Nice. So, I mean, this is, brilliant work and you know every shop deals with these kinds of issues and they often you know well what i'm just curious like what would you have done in the past would you've like put it on a word document or a post-it note or try how would you try to capture that before well we would have probably put some of this information into our old erp system but oh, okay mm -hmm. that's it's all typing so are all word based so um no you know I, I probably and it's tough to explain and tough to so we, we would have probably put some notes in there, but um, it, I mean, two or three years ago, we probably would have just said, oh, we'll have to remember that. And <laughs> <laughs> sure. you yeah. know how that would go. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we would have done that, but obviously the pictures and, and we're going to be able to put some more pictures onto this particular part. That's a huge thing. And as much writing as we've got here, um, just as a simple note for the job run was uh, definitely a significant improvement from what we would have been able to do or what we would have actually done in, in the past. So uh, we have a cool feature that you may not have been trained on yet by Vince, but if you click on the main part number back to the part homepage there, it's called process development. And uh, it's right, yeah, right on the top there. So this, this is designed for, uh, and it actually feeds all the way from the estimating module into the part module and work orders. But it's basically designed to capture just the same type of thing you put there in the notes, opportunities for improvement or problems that you ran across that need to be solved next time you run the job. And if you click the checkout here, if you, if you initiate it off of a work order, it'll fill the work order number in automatically and the op number automatically. Then you can put in your notes on the far right, you can add a picture or more than one picture. And then you can put in your potential solutions there. Um, and then the status of identified, reviewed, implemented, successful, unsuccessful, whatever. And then even you can add responsibility. So if you're like, hey, I want Jim, you know, the setup guy to, to, to work on this next time. Um, then you can even put two potential solutions there, right? As you can see, well, try this or try that. Um, and then that, that box right sort of in the middle, it says message planner. If this is an active job that someone is running and they check off that box, it'll send an instant message into, let's say you're the planner for the job, into your, your pro shop inbox that will say, hey, you've just been assigned this process development issue. So um, even when at our shop, when we had a machinist facing some difficulty and they you know, walked into the programming office and said, hey guys, I need you to come take a look at this, they would still use this tool they would say all right let's jot down our notes check the box it'll send it to me so when i get back to my desk i'll respond to it and uh and for parts that we did you know over and over again sometimes we'd have you know 20 items in this process development over the course of a couple of years 
of different problems we addressed and solutions we came up with. And it really developed into like sort of like a rich history um, for that particular part number. So yeah. anyway, that's that's what that's for. And Vince had made, made of mention of this to me and we haven't really dove deep into this yet, but um, obviously it's something that we're really excited about. Um, just, just looking at our tooling, at the tooling side of things, you, it, when you run across a job that, um, you know, you kind of get through it, but it's like, yeah, the next time that wasn't the right setup. Um, and being able to note that for next time, I, I, specifically, I, I'm thinking tooling because you don't want to purchase a couple hundred dollar drill for a job uh, at the end of a job when you realize that that's what you should have purchased for it. But if you make a note in there, hey, next time we really should use a carbide drill instead of a high speed drill for mm -hmm. this job um, or, or whatever it might be. But it's definitely something that uh, and I hadn't really thought of even trying to use it for this particular job until you just mentioned it right now. But um, obviously, it's something that uh, the next time we're going to need to make sure we clarify with our customer which gauge they want us to use. And yep. we can put that note yep. right in here. So that way, that's uh, right at the top of my dashboard when we, if we go to do this job again. And one of the with that with that part status uh, area on the right there, one of the cool things that does is if you have a problem, uh, a process development item that's still identified or you know that hasn't been resolved or implemented, um, the next time you make a work order for this part number, you will get a pop-up notification that there are still outstanding items that need to be resolved. So, uh, let's say. I mean, it's helpful, of course, in two ways. It's sort of like a virtual post-it note, right? That's like, oh, here's an automatic reminder. Um, but let's say you you never actually got this job again in the future. You don't need to go ahead and you know solve that issue. Uh, and we this is used a number of ways. It's even used in sort of more of a customer service type aspect. Let's say you ship a job to your customer, right? And then they email you or call you a day later and they say, hey, you know, overall the parts look great, but you know, next time could you deeper this edge more or just, you know, this little thing. Um, rather than having to go right then and there and actually go solve that problem, someone in customer service can just go in, add the, add the new action items, say, you know, if we make these again, deeper this edge better. And that's the end of it. You don't, you don't have to email anybody, you have to send them a note. And only if you get the order again, will it pop up the notice and say, hey, next, now that we have got this order again, we need to you know, break this edge a little more. So there's lots of different ways that that can be a super useful tool. Yeah, and, and that's nice, especially for me as a um, kind of a multiple hat wearing uh, business owner. Um, that's something that rather than putting it on a piece of pot or in a pile of papers that at the end of the month, it's like, holy crap, I don't even remember why I left this paper out for to finish. It's just you throw it in there. And, and like you said, it's something that um, if you don't get to it until the next time you run the job, you're still going to, it's going to give you a reminder that it, it's there to be taken care of rather than uh, getting thrown into the bottom of a pile. And, and two months later, you forget about it. And, and right. a year from now, you're like, what was this pile? Why is this pile of papers here? So, and quite honestly, having, you know, when your customer knows that they can give you feedback and they can trust that you will incorporate that feedback and you won't accidentally send the parts again with the same problem, that just builds them up and builds you up in their mind that you're a vendor they can trust, you know? Yeah, and, and, and that's a nice thing to be able to kind of trigger that memory so that way the next time we ship the parts, 
it's easy for us to maybe just send a note to the customer, hey, how did the burr look on these parts? And, and, and again, build ourselves mm -hmm. our reputation with our customer to um, rather than just relying on our memory or relying on yeah. whatever. To, yeah, I love that. I actually, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, proactive. Hey, you gave us this feedback last time. How does it look this time? You can even put the notes right on the packing slip. But yeah, because that's fantastic. I, I, our customers are often in the same boats that we we are where, um, you know, they'll make a comment about it. But then the next time, if, if it's not brought to their attention, maybe they forgot they'll about forget. it too, because it just was a quick comment. Um, so they might not even be able to address whatever the issue was. If, if it wasn't assembling right, or they had extra time to try to make it, make the assembly or whatever it might be. But sure. by that reminder, they might appreciate it as well. Uh, I'm sure you're absolutely right on that. Well, cool. Well, this is awesome stuff. You were making great progress. Uh, any other tidbits or things you'd love to share about last week? No, um, you know, we, we definitely touched on several things and I, I know next week um, when we get together again, I'm sure there'll be a lot more that we probably will have accomplished um, both on our own and through training. So right on. excited for more. Okay. Well, cool, Andy. Well, thank you very much. And, and maybe actually just stop sharing your screen for a second. I'm not actually sure how, uh, if our cameras would have been playing on the side during that or if people will have seen us. So anyway, um, yeah, thanks again. This is super fun. I, I love the way your brain thinks. So uh, this has been really fun for me as well. Yeah, I appreciate you kind of getting together with me and, and going through this and uh, appreciate the training that we're getting. It's uh, very in-depth. I know uh, Friday evening I happened to be working on a couple things and was trying to spend some time on Pro Shop and while well, a machine was running and shot Vince an email and he hopped on it. I mean, obviously it was a little bit earlier for you guys, but 7.30 mm -hmm. Friday evening uh, right. as he was trying to go on vacation, he hopped on a quick Zoom call or uh, go to meeting and, and yeah. helped me work through an issue. So um, the support awesome. we're getting from Pro Shop is definitely top of the line. We appreciate that as we're going through this implementation process. Well, we take uh, your success pretty seriously. So uh, yeah, Vince is a good guy and all of our guys are. So I appreciate guys and gals. So anyway, I appreciate that feedback. So well, awesome. We'll have a good rest of your week and I look forward to talking to you. Uh, well, actually next Monday is 4th of July. We're going to have to figure out uh, how we, how we, maybe we'll do it on yeah. a Tuesday or something. So maybe we'll figure that out. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks have Andy. A good appreciate it. Yep. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye.